Good morning, everyone. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are in the book of Esther um, for your Bible reading of the day. And welcome, everyone, who is listening to this uh, podcast. I am so glad that you are here. Um, Today we are reading Esther 3, 1 through 15, Haman's plot to destroy the Jews. And then we'll go to Luke chapter 6, 1 through 49, Lord of the Sabbath will start us off there. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. And I hope you are blessed by these readings. After these events, Haman's plot to destroy the Jews. After these events, King Xerxes honored Haman, son of Hamadatha, the the Agadite, elevating him and giving him a seat of honor higher than all than that of all the nobles, all the royal officials in the king's gate at the king's gate knelt down and paid honor to Haman, for the king had commanded his concerning him, but Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor. Then the royal office officials of the gates gate, king's gate asked Mordecai, Why do you disobey the king's command? Day after day they spoke to him, but he refused to comply. Therefore they told Haman about it to see whether Mordecai's behavior would be tolerated, for he had told them he was a Jew. When Haman saw that Mordecai would not kneel down or pay him honor, he was enraged. Yet having learned who Mordecai's people were, he scorned the idea of killing only Mordecai. Instead, Haman looked for a way to destroy all Mordecai's people, the Jews, throughout the whole kingdom of Xerxes. In the twelfth month year of King Xerxes, in the first month, the month of Nisan, they cast the pur, that is the, is the lot, in the presence of Haman to select a day and month. And the lot fell on the twelfth month, the month of Adar. Then Haman said to the king, to King Xerxes, There is a lot of people, there is a certain people dispersed and scattered among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom, whose customs are different from those of all who people, who, of those of all other people, and who do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the best king's best interest to tolerate them. If it, is, if it pleases the king, let a decree be issued to destroy them, and I will put 10,000 talents of silver into the royal treasury, for the men will carry out his business, out this business. So the king took his signet ring from his finger and gave it to Haman, son of Hamadatha, the Agite, the enemy of the Jews. Keep the money, the king said to Haman, and do with the people as you please. Then on the thirteenth day of the first month, the royal secretaries were summoned. They wrote out in, in the script of each province and in the language of each people all Haman's orders to the king's satraps, the governors of the various provinces, and the nobles of the various peoples. These were written in the name of King Xerxes himself and sealed with his own ring. Dispatches were sent by couriers to all the king's provinces with the order to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the Jews, young and old, women and little children, on one on a single day, the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, the month of Adar, and to plunder their goods.
A copy of the text of the edict was to be issued as law in every province and made known to the people of every nationality so they would be ready for that day. Spurred on by the king's command, the couriers went out and the edict was issued in the citadel of Susa. The king and, and Haman sat down to drink, but the city of Susa was bewildered. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. So this is your New Testament reading of the day, Luke chapter 6, 1 through 49, Lord of the Sabbath. We'll start us off. Let's go ahead and begin and read the scripture. On this one Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, Why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Have you never read what... David did when he and his companions were hungry. He entered the house of God and taking the consecrated bread, he ate what is lawful only for priests to eat. And he also gave some of to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand had been shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with a shriveled hand, Get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to, to him, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath, to do good or to do evil? to save life or to destroy it. He looked around and at them all and then said to the man, Stretch out your hand. He did so, and, he, and his hand was completely restored. But they were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. The Twelve Apostles one of those days, on one of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. When morning came, he called his disciples to him and chose twelve of them, whom he also designated apostles: Simon, who he named Peter, his brother Andrew, James, John, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, son of Alphaeus, Simon, who was called the Zealot, Judas, son of James and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. Blessings and woes. He went down and with them and stood on a level place. A large crowd of, of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem and from the coast of Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by evil, spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him, because power was coming for, from him and healing them all. Looking at his disciples, he said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when, you, when men hate you when they exclude you and insult you and reject your name as evil because of the Son of Man. Rejoice 
in that day and leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven, for that is how their fathers treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed now, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for that is how their fathers treated the false prophets. Love your enemies. But I tell you to you who hear me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. If someone strikes you on one cheek, turn to him the other also. If someone takes your cloak, do not stop him from taking your tunic. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do not do to others as you would not ha- you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do cre- good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those who, from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even the sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in full. But love your enemies, do good to them, and lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, because he is kind to the ungrateful and wicked. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. Judging others. Do not judge, and you will not be judged. Do not condemn, and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, down, shaken together and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. He also told them this parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A student is not above his teacher, but everyone who is fully trained will be like his teacher. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your eye your eye and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye a tree and its fruit no good tree bears bad fruit nor does a bad tree bear good fruit each tree is recognized by its own fruit people do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. The wise and foolish builders. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on the rock. When a flood came to came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it, because it was well built. 
But the one who hears my words and do not put and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for your kindness. Everything you've done for us, Lord, I just praise you, Lord. And I ask, Lord, that you help us to follow the, your example and these words and that we just follow your commands and your righteousness, Lord. Let us show that our, lo our love for you to the world and that you are number one. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Have a wonderful day.